you are now tuned into World War II Stories. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, and I'm here to take you on a journey through the whirlwind of historical events that shaped our world and defined generations. Stay tuned every Tuesday and Thursday as we delve into the riveting, inspiring, and sometimes tragic stories from World War II. We'll meet the brave men and women who stood up to tyranny, we'll explore clandestine operations and daring escapes, and we'll pay tribute to the resilience of the human spirit in times of extreme adversity. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast focusing on World War I, the conflict that set the stage for the global turmoil that followed. Use the link in the description below. In the swirling maelstrom of World War II, where nations clashed and lives were upended, the sun-drenched island of Sicily found itself on the precipice of destiny. This picturesque land, cradled by the Mediterranean Sea, played host to one of the most consequential battles of the 20th century, the invasion of Sicily in 1943. As the relentless war machine of the Axis powers bore its weight on Europe, the idyllic Sicilian shores became a fortress, a bastion for fascist Italy and Nazi Germany. Yet, unbeknownst to the Axis, a storm was brewing in the West. The strategic minds in the corridors of power in Washington and London turned their gaze towards Sicily, seeing in it not just an island, but a stepping stone, a bridgehead into the heart of Axis territory. At the heart of this grand chessboard of war were individuals, leaders, and soldiers who would shape the course of history. Men like Winston Churchill and Franklin D. Roosevelt, who saw in Sicily an opportunity to strike a blow against the Axis powers. Men like General Dwight D. Eisenhower and British General Bernard Montgomery, whose strategies and tactics would be tested on the unforgiving battleground. Men like Benito Mussolini and Field Marshal Albert Kesselring, who would do all they could to hold onto Sicily, a jewel in the crown of the Axis. This is the story of Operation Husky, a tale of strategy and sacrifice, of valor and victory. It's a saga of a battle that would decide not just the fate of an island, but the course of the greatest conflict in human history. Through the strategic discussions, the meticulous planning, the fierce battles, the turning tides, and the long-lasting aftermath, we'll explore how the invasion of Sicily forever altered the world. Chapter 1 The Strategic Importance of Sicily Imagine a map of the Mediterranean in your mind, this cradle of ancient civilizations that bore witness to countless historical dramas. At its very center lies Sicily, an island as beautiful as it is strategically significant. Shaped like a triangular stepping stone, it bridges the sea lap divide between Africa and Europe, a geographical gem whose importance cannot be overstated. As the winds of World War II swept across continents, Sicily was more than just an island, it was a stronghold, a symbol, and a strategic necessity. Its rugged mountains, vibrant cities, and sandy beaches were viewed through the lens of tactical advantage, both by the occupying Axis forces and the encroaching allies. In the halls of power in Rome and Berlin, Sicily's value was well recognized. Italian dictator Benito Mussolini, a man of grandiose ambitions and fascist ideology, viewed Sicily as an extension of his empire, a bastion to be fortified against the anticipated onslaught of the Allies. 
to him, losing Sicily was unthinkable, a blow to Italy's prestige and a breach in the European defenses of the Axis powers. Across the Alps, German Field Marshal Albert Kesselring shared Mussolini's understanding of Sicily's value, but through a military strategist's eyes. As the commander of Axis forces in the Mediterranean, Kesselring regarded Sicily as the gatekeeper of the sea. Its control meant dominion over the central Mediterranean shipping routes and safeguarding the southern flank of Hitler's fortress Europe. While the Axis powers sought to reinforce Sicily, the Allies, too, were eyeing this Mediterranean jewel. To the leaders across the Atlantic and Channel, Sicily was not just a strategic stepping stone to the European mainland, but a means to knock Italy out of the war, disrupt German operations, and provide a launchpad for further invasions. So, as the world found itself in the throes of war, the island of Sicily took center stage. In the balance hung the fate of not just the people who called Sicily home, but the course of the entire war, as this strategically important piece of land transformed from a tranquil Mediterranean paradise into the forefront of a global conflict. Amid the escalating tensions of World War II, the Axis powers tightened their grip on Sicily. Behind this control were two men Benito Mussolini, the fascist dictator of Italy, and Albert Kesselring, the hawk-eyed German field marshal. Together, they sought to make Sicily an impenetrable fortress, a bulwark of the Axis defense in Europe. Mussolini, a charismatic figure with grand visions of a new Roman Empire, saw Sicily as a cornerstone of his Mediterranean strategy. Under his orders, the island's defenses were bolstered. From the tips of the rugged mountains to the edges of the sandy beaches, fortifications were erected, guns were positioned, and soldiers were drilled for the battle they knew was coming. However, while Mussolini focused on grand designs, Kesselring had his eyes on the practical realities of war. A meticulous planner, he recognized that defending Sicily wasn't just about Italian pride, it was a matter of strategic necessity. His vision of the island wasn't clouded by dreams of ancient empires, but by the stark logic of military strategy. The sea lanes controlled from Sicily were vital for the Axis powers, providing a lifeline for supplies and acting as a barrier to an Allied invasion of mainland Europe. Kesselring and Mussolini had their disagreements, but when it came to Sicily, their aims aligned. Italian and German forces joined hands in transforming the island into a fortress. Troops were poured into Sicily, artillery pieces were installed, and airfields were constructed to strengthen the island's defenses. Every day under the Mediterranean sun, the boots of soldiers patrolled the coastline, aircraft flew sorties overhead, and the populace lived under the watchful eyes of the Axis powers. Yet, despite the daunting fortifications, the Allies watched and planned, seeking to wrest control of this critical island from the clutches of the Axis powers. As the world watched with bated breath, the stage was set for an epic clash on the shores of Sicily. For Mussolini and Kesselring, the forthcoming battle was not just about territory, it was a fight for their vision of the future, a struggle for the survival of the Axis powers and a test of their control over Sicily. The sun set over the bustling city of Washington, D.C. as President Franklin D. Roosevelt and British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, two titans of the Allied cause, 
huddled over maps and reports, their minds focused on one point in the vast theater of war, Sicily. In this moment, their perspective, shared by the wider Allied leadership, was shaped not just by the geography of the island, but also by the strategic potential it held. Churchill, a man of indomitable spirit and eloquent speech, viewed Sicily as the soft underbelly of Europe. In his eyes, the island represented an opportunity, a stepping stone to strike at the Axis powers from the south. Ever the strategist, he saw that by controlling Sicily, they could disrupt Axis supply routes in the Mediterranean and open up a new front against Hitler's fortress Europe. Across the Atlantic, Roosevelt, a leader defined by his pragmatism and determination, shared Churchill's assessment. Sicily, to him, was a vital link in the chain that would lead to the eventual downfall of the Axis powers. His vision was of a pincer movement, with forces pushing from the west and the east to squeeze the Axis powers out of their fortresses. Meanwhile, on the ground, the perspective of the Allies was made manifest through the meticulous planning and actions of military leaders like General Dwight D. Eisenhower and British General Bernard Montgomery. They had a clear mission, plan and execute an invasion that would wrest Sicily from the firm grip of the Axis powers. In their war rooms, filled with the smell of coffee and the sound of rustling maps, they worked diligently, planning amphibious assaults, aerial bombardments, and paratrooper drops. They pored over intelligence reports, analyzed weather patterns, and coordinated with a myriad of forces from multiple countries. To these Allied leaders, Sicily was more than just an island, it was the first domino in a chain of events that would lead to the eventual liberation of Europe. Their perspective was clear, Sicily had to be taken, the Axis powers had to be defeated, and peace had to be restored. As they moved their pieces on the vast chessboard of war, the curtain was about to rise on one of the most significant battles of World War II, the invasion of Sicily. Chapter 2, The Planning and Preparation Underneath the veil of secrecy in the codename Operation Husky, the Allies prepared for an endeavor that would mark a critical turning point in World War II. This ambitious plan aimed at liberating Sicily from the iron grasp of the Axis powers, spearheaded by military stalwarts such as General Dwight D. Eisenhower and British General Bernard Montgomery. Eisenhower, a man known for his strategic acumen and unwavering resolve, was charged with overseeing the grand operation. His eyes were often found scanning over maps and intelligence reports, charting out a course of action that would lead to the successful invasion of Sicily. He knew the stakes were high, and the world was watching. Failure was not an option. On the other side of the strategic coin was Bernard Montgomery, a British general with a keen understanding of warfare. Montgomery, with his sharp mind and his cap always set at a jaunty angle, worked tirelessly on the tactical execution of the plan. His task was formidable, coordinating a diverse array of forces from multiple countries, ensuring they could work together seamlessly. Operation Husky was a masterstroke of military strategy. The plan involved an audacious amphibious and airborne assault, a display of force designed to shock and overwhelm the Axis defenses. The Allies would land on the southeastern and southwestern coasts of Sicily, establishing beachheads and pushing inland rapidly to seize key objectives. 
the air was thick with anticipation as the Allies prepared for the operation. Thousands of soldiers drilled on the shores of North Africa, rehearsing their roles in the upcoming invasion. Fleets of ships were loaded with tanks, supplies, and ammunition, their bows pointing towards Sicily. Paratroopers double-checked their gear, ready to drop into the heart of the enemy territory. The gears of Operation Husky were turning, an intricate dance of preparation and coordination, a symphony of strategy and valor. Every order issued, every piece of equipment checked, every prayer whispered under the soldier's breath was a note in this grand composition. The invasion of Sicily was about to begin, and the world held its breath, awaiting the commencement of one of the greatest military operations in history. From the shores of North Africa to the rolling plains of England, Allied soldiers found themselves in an intricate dance of preparation. They were being readied for an operation that would shift the balance of the war, Operation Husky. Leading this grand mobilization were men like General Eisenhower and General Montgomery, their eyes trained on one objective, Sicily. Eisenhower, a steady hand at the helm of the Allied operation, maintained a steady flow of orders and guidance. His message to the troops was clear, training was not a task to be taken lightly. Every drill, every exercise, and every mock battle was a stepping stone toward success. In his words, the soldiers found a source of motivation, an affirmation of the cause they were about to fight for. Montgomery, the British general known for his attention to detail, was instrumental in the preparations. With an ever-present twinkle in his eye and his signature black beret, he observed the training operations, corrected mistakes, and provided guidance. He understood that the key to victory was not just the number of soldiers, but their readiness for battle. The days were long, filled with rigorous drills and endless training sessions. Soldiers learned to storm beaches, scale cliffs, and operate in the challenging terrains they would encounter in Sicily. Paratroopers practiced their drops, infantry honed their combat skills, and tank crews perfected their maneuvers. Meanwhile, the logistical machinery behind the scenes worked tirelessly. Ships were loaded, planes were prepared, and a steady stream of supplies was readied to support the invasion. Every knot, bolt, bullet, and ration was accounted for, forming the backbone of this colossal operation. As the days rolled on, the reality of the upcoming invasion began to sink in. The camps buzzed with a mixture of anticipation and nervous energy. Letters were penned home, last-minute preparations were made, and the soldiers steeled themselves for the task ahead. The sands of North Africa and the fields of England had become the cradle of a force that would soon descend on Sicily. Under the watchful eyes of Eisenhower, Montgomery, and other leaders, the Allied forces were transformed from a collection of individual soldiers into a well-oiled machine, ready to liberate Sicily and shift the tide of the war. The stage was set, the troops were ready, and Operation Husky was poised to begin. The pulse of war throbbed heavily in the hearts of Axis leaders and soldiers stationed in Sicily. Mussolini, the passionate dictator, and Kesselring, the pragmatic field marshal, were acutely aware that the eyes of the Allies were on their stronghold. In Rome, Mussolini, a figure larger than life, read the reports pouring in from Sicily. 
his chest filled with a mix of dread and defiance. He knew an invasion was imminent, yet his pride prevented him from accepting the potential downfall of his regime. Every meeting with his generals, every decision made was infused with the gravity of the situation. In the field, Kesselring was a study in composed anticipation. His military mind was a whirl of strategies, calculations, and contingencies. His eyes, always vigilant, observed the fortifications of Sicily, the preparedness of his troops, and the sea that would soon swarm with enemy vessels. The Axis soldiers, too, felt a tingle of anticipation. The serene beaches and tranquil towns of Sicily were being transformed into bastions of defense. Artillery pieces were checked and rechecked, bunkers were dug deeper, and the soldiers were drilled till they moved as one cohesive unit. Day and night, the air over Sicily buzzed with activity. The roar of Axis planes echoed across the sky as they patrolled the airways, ready to challenge any intruding Allied aircraft. Under the moonlight, the silhouettes of soldiers were seen guarding the coastline, their eyes scanning the horizon for signs of the invasion fleet. Sicily was alive with the hum of preparation and the pulse of anticipation. A sense of expectancy hung heavy over the island as the Axis forces braced themselves for the storm they knew was coming. Under the leadership of Mussolini and Kesselring, the Axis powers steeled themselves for the Allied onslaught, ready to fight for every inch of Sicily. The clock was ticking, the tension was mounting, and the stage was set for a battle that would shape the course of the war. On the shores of Sicily, as the Axis forces prepared for the inevitable, the specter of Operation Husky loomed large, promising to turn the tide of World War II. Chapter 3 the battle begins. With the break of dawn on July 10, 1943, the once tranquil shores of Sicily bristled with anticipation. Beneath the soft morning light, the vast expanse of the Mediterranean Sea was disrupted by the formidable silhouette of the Allied invasion fleet. As this awe-inspiring armada neared the island, the air was pierced by the roar of engines, the heralds of the aerial assault. Leading the aerial onslaught was the unflappable Lieutenant General Lewis H. Brereton. He was tasked with softening the Axis defenses and paving the way for the amphibious forces. Brereton, a veteran aviator known for his cool demeanor under pressure, marshaled his air forces for the historic task ahead. In the pre-dawn darkness, the sky was filled with countless paratroopers, their hearts pounding in rhythm with the engines of the planes carrying them. Back on the sea, Eisenhower and Montgomery oversaw the execution of the amphibious assault. Underneath the gray sky, thousands of soldiers, held in the belly of landing crafts, braced themselves for the moment of truth. As they approached the shoreline, the air was thick with a mixture of seawater spray and tension. The amphibious assault was a spectacle of raw power and precise coordination. Landing crafts, resembling an armada of steel-clad sea creatures, cut through the waves, their ramps dropping to release a surge of Allied soldiers onto the beaches. The roar of the landing craft's engines was drowned by the thunder of naval guns, providing cover for the forces making their way ashore. On the beaches of Sicily, a maelstrom of chaos and courage unfolded. Soldiers waded through the surf, dodged incoming fire, and scrambled up the sandy slopes. 
Tanks rolled off the landing crafts, their treads churning the sand and gravel as they pushed inland. In the air, paratroopers descended onto Sicily, their parachutes dotting the sky like a swarm of descending locusts. Amid a storm of flak, they dropped into enemy territory, tasked with capturing strategic points and sowing confusion in the Axis ranks. The amphibious and aerial assault marked the beginning of Operation Husky, an impressive show of Allied military prowess. Under the watchful eyes of Eisenhower, Montgomery, and Brereton, the invasion of Sicily had begun. A day that started with the calm of dawn was soon transformed into a symphony of war, a momentous chapter in the annals of World War II. The struggle for the beachheads was a testament to the grit and determination of the Allied forces. Under the watchful eyes of their leaders, the soldiers battled the relentless waves of Axis defenses and the treacherous terrains of Sicily to secure a foothold on the island. As the sun climbed higher in the sky, it illuminated a scene of chaos and courage. The soft sand of the beaches, once a symbol of Sicilian tranquility, was now churned and scarred by the clash of armies. Amidst this turmoil, men like American General George S. Patton and British General Harold Alexander showed their mettle. Patton, a man as indomitable as the tanks he commanded, led the 7th United States Army with fierce resolve. Under his guidance, American soldiers plunged headlong into the fray, their spirits fueled by the fiery determination of their leader. With each wave that crashed onto the beaches, a new tide of soldiers followed, their bayonets gleaming under the Sicilian sun. On another beachhead, General Alexander, a picture of British resilience, rallied his troops. Alexander, a seasoned veteran of World War I, knew the importance of these beachheads. His commands cut through the cacophony of the battlefield, guiding the British Eighth Army as they forged ahead against fierce Axis resistance. As the struggle for the beachheads unfolded, every grain of sand, every pebble became a piece on the chessboard of battle. Allied soldiers fought from dune to dune, tank crews dueled with Axis artillery, and paratroopers skirmished with enemy patrols. The goal was clear, secure the beachheads at all costs. Through the smoke and dust, the grim determination of the Allies became evident. Despite the hurdles, the beachheads were slowly but surely being secured. The once peaceful Sicilian coast was now punctuated by the flags of the Allied forces, a testament to their hard-fought success. The struggle for the beachheads was an important chapter in the invasion of Sicily, a story of valor, determination, and leadership. With their foothold secured, the Allies were ready to push further into Sicily, marking another step forward in Operation Husky. The grip of the Axis powers was beginning to loosen, and the tide of the war was starting to turn. With Beachhead secured, the next challenge loomed in the form of Sicily's cities. Places of charm and history, these towns and cities were about to bear witness to some of the most intense confrontations of Operation Husky. Under the leadership of dynamic personalities like Patton, Montgomery, and Alexander, the Allies pressed forward to seize these strategic locations. General Patton, the man known for his unyielding spirit, had set his sights on the city of Palermo. A vital port and a strategic prize, the conquest of Palermo would further weaken the Axis hold on Sicily. 
Patton, atop his command vehicle, his polished helmet reflecting the Sicilian sun, led his forces with a ferocious energy. The battle for Palermo was a mix of fierce fighting and deft strategy. Patton's forces, moving with a determination as unyielding as their leaders, encountered stiff resistance. But with clever maneuvering and relentless assault, the American flag was eventually hoisted over the city, symbolizing a significant victory. Meanwhile, Montgomery and Alexander focused their efforts on the southeastern part of Sicily. Their target was the city of Messina, a critical point for the Axis evacuation. Montgomery, with his signature Black Beret, and Alexander, the epitome of calm under fire, coordinated their forces for this crucial operation. The battle for Messina was a grueling fight, a relentless push against the remaining Axis forces. Every cobblestone street, every ancient square became a battleground. Despite the formidable defense put up by the Axis forces, the unyielding resolve of the British Eighth Army prevailed. As the British flag was hoisted over Messina, it marked a momentous point in Operation Husky. The battle for Sicily's cities was a testament to the strategic acumen and courage of the Allied forces. Each victory not only represented a city liberated but also a step closer to winning the larger battle against the Axis powers. The tenacity and spirit shown by men like Patton, Montgomery, and Alexander were instrumental in these successes. With the liberation of these cities, the grip of the Axis powers on Sicily was significantly weakened. But more than that, these victories served as a symbol of hope, a beacon signaling that the tide of the war was changing. As the dust settled on the ancient streets of Sicily's cities, a new chapter was being written in the annals of World War II. Chapter 4 The Tide of Battle In the wake of the Allied advances, the Axis powers, despite being on the back foot, were far from defeated. They orchestrated a series of counterattacks, aimed at halting the Allies' march and recapturing lost ground. Leading these countermeasures was Field Marshal Albert Kesselring, an experienced tactician who wasn't ready to give up Sicily without a fight. Kesselring, known for his strategic acumen, was a picture of stern resolve. He rallied his forces, reminding them of their duty and the importance of Sicily to the Axis cause. His presence on the front lines, his calm yet determined demeanor, infused a renewed vigor in the beleaguered Axis forces. The German and Italian forces launched their counterattacks with surprising ferocity. The battleground was lit with the flash of artillery fire, the thunder of tanks, and the line of strafing aircraft. The once tranquil Sicilian countryside was transformed into a canvas of war, with fierce battles raging in the fields, orchards, and vineyards. Among the various counterattacks, the Battle of Troina stood out. The ancient town perched on a hill became the site of a bloody struggle, as the Axis forces, fortified within its confines, resisted Patton's efforts to capture it. The battle raged on for days, with the Axis soldiers putting up a relentless defense, despite the punishing Allied onslaught. On the southeastern front, Montgomery and Alexander faced a series of counterattacks aimed at recapturing the city of Catania. The Axis forces, fueled by desperation, launched waves of attacks, turning the city into a cauldron of fierce urban combat. These Axis counterattacks, 
although unable to turn the tide of Operation Husky, posed a significant challenge to the Allied forces. The battles were fierce, the resistance formidable, and the cost of each victory rose. Yet, the Allies stood their ground, their determination hardened by each skirmish. Despite their best efforts, the Axis counterattacks were not enough to stem the tide of the invasion. Even as they fought back with tenacity, their grip on Sicily continued to loosen. The courage and tenacity displayed by the Allied forces, along with the strategic prowess of their leaders, ensured that Operation Husky continued to push forward, bringing the Allies one step closer to victory in World War II. Despite the fierce resistance from the Axis powers, the tide of the battle began to shift in favor of the Allies. Key breakthroughs and turning points unfolded, shaping the course of the invasion and tilting the balance irreversibly against the Axis. These moments stood as a testament to the strategic brilliance and indomitable will of the Allied leadership and troops. One of the most significant breakthroughs was the capture of Palermo by General Patton's forces. This represented not just a military victory but also a psychological one. Palermo, a key port and a strategic stronghold, was now in Allied hands, severely disrupting the Axis supply lines and consolidating the Allies' control over western Sicily. On another front, the hard-fought Battle of Troina proved to be a decisive turning point. Patton's forces, after days of relentless fighting, finally broke through the Axis defenses. The capture of Troina opened a pathway to the northern coast of Sicily, leading to a swift advance towards Messina. Meanwhile, the fierce battle for the city of Catania waged on. Montgomery's Eighth Army, though battered by the relentless Axis counterattacks, managed a major breakthrough. After grueling urban combat, the city of Catania fell into Allied hands, further diminishing the Axis foothold in Sicily. These breakthroughs, however, were not without cost. Each victory was hard-earned, the result of sacrifice, bravery, and an unwavering resolve. The landscapes of Sicily were marked by the scars of these battles, a poignant reminder of the toll of war. Yet, in the grand scheme of the war, these victories marked significant turning points. The Axis powers, once the rulers of Sicily, were now on the defensive, their hold on the island crumbling rapidly. These breakthroughs boosted the morale of the Allies and signaled to the world that the Axis were far from invincible. With the momentum firmly on their side, the Allies continued to press their advantage. Their eyes were now set on the final prize, the complete liberation of Sicily. These turning points had set the stage for the final chapter of Operation Husky, a chapter that would have far-reaching implications for the course of World War II. As the grip of the Allies on Sicily tightened, the Axis powers found themselves cornered. Their defenses were crumbling their strongholds captured, and the morale of their troops wavering. Faced with this grim reality, the Axis leaders were forced to make a difficult decision the initiation of a strategic retreat. Field Marshal Kesselring, the architect of the Axis resistance in Sicily, was tasked with managing this retreat. Kesselring, a seasoned commander, understood the gravity of the situation. He knew that a well-executed retreat could save valuable resources and troops for the larger war effort. With the Allies closing in, 
the Axis retreat began under the cover of darkness. German and Italian troops, once the occupiers of Sicily, were now retreating through the same streets they had patrolled. The once bustling Axis camps were now deserted, the once formidable defenses abandoned. Among the withdrawing troops, there was a mix of feelings. There was the relief of survival, the bitterness of defeat, and the worry for the uncertain future that awaited them. Despite the retreat, the Axis soldiers held their heads high, their resolve hardened by the trials they had faced. The retreat was not entirely unopposed. The Allies, particularly Patton's forces, sought to cut off the Axis escape routes. There were skirmishes along the way, battles fought under the moonlit Sicilian skies. Yet, despite these challenges, a significant portion of the Axis forces managed to evacuate, thanks to Kesselring's strategic planning. This retreat marked the final chapter of the Axis power's presence in Sicily. Once the masters of the island, they were now leaving it in the hands of the Allies. As the last of the Axis forces left Sicily, a new dawn broke over the island, a dawn that marked the end of Operation Husky. The retreat of the Axis powers from Sicily was a pivotal moment in World War II. It signaled the end of the Axis control over Sicily, a major setback to their ambitions in the Mediterranean. More importantly, it marked a significant victory for the Allies, a victory that would boost their morale and momentum in the greater conflict that lay ahead. Chapter 5 The Aftermath and Impact The strategic retreat of the Axis powers heralded a new chapter in the history of Sicily. The sun rose on an island free from Axis control, marking the fall of Sicily to the Allied forces. This marked the successful conclusion of Operation Husky and it was a moment of celebration, reflection, and anticipation for the Allies. General Patton, his face etched with exhaustion and relief, stood amidst the liberated city of Palermo. Around him, the hustle and bustle of the city had returned, its residents emerging from the shadows of war. Patton, the unstoppable force, had led his men to a significant victory, a victory that would be etched in the annals of World War II. In the East, Field Marshal Montgomery, despite the weariness, could not suppress a smile of satisfaction. His Eighth Army, after the grueling Battle of Catania, had managed to secure their objectives. Montgomery's careful planning, strategic maneuvers, and unwavering resolve had paid off. General Alexander, too, took a moment to appreciate the victory. His strategic oversight and coordination of the Allied forces had been instrumental in the success of Operation Husky. Standing on the outskirts of Messina, Alexander looked out onto the straits, a quiet sense of satisfaction in his eyes. The fall of Sicily was not just a military victory, but also a symbolic one. The Sicilian residents, who had lived under the yoke of the Axis powers, now embraced freedom. Joyful celebrations erupted in the cities and towns across the island. There were tears, laughter, and a collective sigh of relief as the specter of Axis control lifted. However, the fall of Sicily also served as a stark reminder of the cost of the conflict. The island bore the scars of the battle, its landscapes marred by the grim remnants of war. Yet, amidst the ruins, there was hope, a promise of a new beginning. 
the successful conclusion of Operation Husky had far-reaching implications. The Allies, with their morale boosted, were now poised for further advances into Axis-occupied territory. The fall of Sicily had demonstrated that the Axis powers could be beaten, and it set the stage for the next phase of World War II. As the Allies consolidated their victory in Sicily, their gaze turned towards the Italian mainland the next step on the path to victory. The invasion and subsequent fall of Sicily in the hands of the Allies was more than just a regional victory, it carried profound implications for the broader course of World War II. Firstly, the victory at Sicily was a powerful demonstration of Allied strength and coordination. Led by the strategic minds of Eisenhower, Patton, Montgomery, and Alexander, the Allies had showcased their ability to launch complex amphibious operations. This reinforced their credibility on the global stage and struck a blow to the previously invincible image of the Axis powers. Secondly, the loss of Sicily severely undermined the Axis grip over the Mediterranean. It was a critical logistical setback, disrupting Axis supply lines and shifting the balance of power in the Mediterranean in favor of the Allies. This opened up new strategic possibilities, including the opening of a new front against the Axis forces. The fall of Sicily also sent shockwaves through Italy, leading to significant political ramifications. The defeat undermined the position of Italian dictator Benito Mussolini. Just weeks after the fall of Sicily, Mussolini was ousted from power and arrested, marking the beginning of the end of fascist rule in Italy. The new Italian government, seeing the tide turning, began secret negotiations with the Allies, leading to an armistice later in 1943. But perhaps the most significant implication was the way it shaped Allied strategy. The successful Sicilian campaign paved the way for the Italian campaign. Emboldened by their success, the Allies decided to press their advantage and opened a new front by invading mainland Italy. The invasion of Italy tied down significant Axis forces, relieving pressure on the Eastern Front and contributing to the eventual victory of the Allied forces. In the grand narrative of World War II, the invasion and fall of Sicily was a decisive moment that shifted the momentum in favor of the Allies. The bravery and strategic brilliance displayed during Operation Husky not only liberated Sicily but also set in motion a series of events that would significantly shape the outcome of the war. Thus, while the battle was fought on the Sicilian shores, its echoes were felt across the theaters of the war, marking a turning point in the history of the Second World War. The invasion of Sicily, codenamed Operation Husky, left a profound legacy that echoes through history. It was not just a major turning point in World War II but also a defining moment in the evolution of warfare and a catalyst for political and social change. Operation Husky left an indelible mark on the annals of military strategy. It was one of the largest combined operations of World War II, involving hundreds of thousands of troops, a massive fleet of ships, and a large number of aircraft. The lessons learned from this operation significantly influenced subsequent Allied amphibious assaults, most notably the Normandy invasion on D-Day. From a military leadership perspective, Operation Husky shaped the careers of many notable commanders. The leadership styles and strategic acumen of General Patton, 
Field Marshal Montgomery, and General Alexander during the Sicilian campaign were instrumental to their roles in the latter stages of the war. Politically, the invasion was a catalyst for monumental change in Italy. The fall of Sicily shook the foundation of Mussolini's fascist regime, leading to his downfall and eventually Italy's surrender. This significantly altered the dynamics of World War II, as Italy shifted from an Axis power to a co-belligerent of the Allies. From a societal perspective, the invasion and the ensuing liberation from Axis rule significantly influenced the psyche of the Sicilian people. The operation resulted in a considerable loss of life and property, and these scars of the conflict are etched in the collective memory of Sicily. In the broader scope of history, the invasion of Sicily stands as a testament to human courage and resilience in the face of adversity. The story of Operation Husky is not just about the tactics, strategies, and battles, but also about the individuals, soldiers and civilians alike, who endured the trials of war. Their stories of bravery, sacrifice, and resilience add a human dimension to the legacy of the invasion. Thus, the legacy of the invasion of Sicily extends far beyond its military significance. Its impacts were deeply interwoven into the political, social, and personal fabric of those who experienced it, leaving a lasting legacy that continues to resonate in contemporary history.